everyone, my name is Vanessa Spica. I am an actor, singer, and voice teacher in New York City, and you are about to listen to my new favorite podcast, 20 Tim Minutes. Here he is, your hilarious, insightful, amazing host, Tim McCarthy. Voice of an angel on that girl. Thank you so much, Vanessa. I feel like I'm going to have to use that every week unless I find someone else to do the intro, but if I don't, I'm going to keep using that. Vanessa came out with an album just recently called We Need a Little Christmas, because you know what? We could all use a little Christmas right now. You can find it on YouTube, and I believe it's coming out on Spotify. So I will be posting that on all my social media so you can find that instantly. She has the song Santa Baby on there, and I don't know why in my head I always feel like that's the most sexual Christmas song. Besides, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, which is probably the most adultery song. But Santa Baby always hit me weird, and I was like, this is too sexual to be a Christmas song. But it's a good jam, and she kills it. I don't know why, but I've never even watched the episode, but I've seen a scene in the in the show Allie McBeal where she sings that in like a Christmas outfit, and I don't know why I remember that, but it's always embedded in my brain. It's probably on YouTube, so after you listen to Vanessa's album, go YouTube Allie McBeal singing Santa Baby and compare the two, and Vanessa's is probably like 10 times better. But thank you again to Vanessa. Please be sure to follow her, look her up. I will be posting all of that information to make it easier for you because typing in her name on YouTube probably seems a little bit difficult, but I gotcha. I definitely wanted to get that album out now so people could enjoy it for the Christmas season because it's time to switch it up a little bit. The Mariah Carey jam, everyone plays it. Like, put that on pause, put this on, change it up. I got like my three favorite Christmas songs are Wham, Last Christmas. Dominic the Donkey, and then Smashing Pumpkins Christmas Time. Those are like the three I really like. So maybe Vanessa will do Dominic the Donkey next time on her uh, second LP, EP. I never knew what those meant. EP, LP. I'm always, I just kind of went with it. it. It was on a CD. It's still a CD to me, regardless if it's an EP, LP, CD, DVD. But this is the season to be merry. I've been doing all the Merry Christmas stuff with my wife, Lindsay. We put up the tree, the lights played some music, uh, did our Christmas photos yesterday, never done those. But if you know me, they probably came out ridiculous, and I can't wait to see them. Lindsay loves Christmas. I kind of just like Christmas. After like the age of like 19, I lost the Christmas spirit more and more. She's always loved it. But now, I'm not going to be a stick in the mud. I'm all in this year. We did the photos, everything. And with now, with my seasonal depression and trying to get over it, this year would be a lot better. Every time my seasonal depression would come for the past years, that's what kind of influenced my hatred of the holidays. And then my birthday's in January. Don't worry about it. And just all those things back to back to back and getting older, Christmas just didn't do well for me. But I'm super excited. I had a great Thanksgiving. Pumped for Vanessa's album. Opening up gifts, giving gifts. And then my birthday, getting more gifts, hopefully. When I was a kid... I always appreciated my mom because she did so well for me growing up, but <laughs> I love this. So one year, I forget what age I was in, but I'm a huge video game guy and I love video games. So I got my Christmas presents and I think I might've got the Nintendo 64 that year with like two games. And I had a note from Santa with the two games and he like was like, Hey, here's these games, blah, blah, blah. And then when you're done with them on Wednesday, you got to bring them back to Blockbuster. And I was just like... All right, 
All right, I get it now. I get it. I got to bring these back. And uh, I just love my mom. Love Santa too, but I love my mom. See, I'm staying in the Christmas spirit. I get the whole, like, he's real. I get it. He is real. I'm telling you guys. I get it. I'm more on the giving gifts side than receiving gifts because it's awkward opening up a gift in front of somebody for me. Like, I, I, I'm like, once if I open this and I already have it, or once if I open it and I don't really like it, but I can't pretend not to like it, so I have to pretend to like it. And I just don't like that whole interaction because they want to see a big reaction on my face. And I can't fake that unless it is a good gift. And I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. But I don't like that. I'd rather give the gift and be like, all right, see you tomorrow and not even see their reaction. But then in turn, I'm a very bad gift giver. I don't know what it is. I feel like I always have a good gift and I give it. And I'm like, this sucks. It just my brain thinks differently. And I'm like, this is going to be a good gift. And then it's not. But maybe it is, but I'm not told the truth because you have to pretend to like every gift. And I would rather someone be like, hey, this gift really sucked. Do you have a gift receipt? I'm like, thank you for just telling me the truth. But I hope everyone's Christmas goes well this year. Hopefully you got your Christmas shopping done because I haven't started. Because I like having anxiety when there's deadlines. That's how I celebrate Christmas. But I wanted to touch up on the previous episode. I totally messed up on Mike's gym because I have dyslexia. I think, I don't even know how you test for dyslexia. Like, I don't know how that works, but I think I have it. So Mike's gym is called uh, Pex Health and Fitness. And I kept saying fitness and health like an idiot. So be sure to follow Pex Health and Fitness. My bad. I was thinking about this today. Like, if you guys are still enjoying the intro with the clock tick, because I can feel that could get annoying after a while. But I love the intro song. I know it probably doesn't fit like the theme of my shows, but you need something a little bit badass for a show. And I like listen to it to get ready for the show. I'm not sick of it. My voice, on the other hand, it does sound robotic. And I've gotten people asking me on the phone if I'm a robot. And I've always wanted to be like, bleep, blorp, yes, I am. But I can't. But also when I call like fast food places, I'm like, it's Tim. And they go, Kim? I'm like, eh, sure. Like, where are you getting Kim out of my voice? So I switched it up to Timothy. And no lie, they go, Kennedy? So my alter ego is Kim Kennedy. If I ever go missing. Look up that name first. But I always do have topics that I want to talk about each episode. But then I'll miss like little fillers that I've been wanting to say. Like last week I talked about how weird it is to not drink in front of your friends. And then I was thinking about the female side of that perspective and they can have their own reasons. But one of the main reasons sometimes is because they're pregnant. So if you ask a girl why they're not drinking and then like six months later, they're popping out a kid, you're going to feel like a dick. So don't be the uh, impromptu gender reveal at a party if you're giving a girl the shakedown of why she's not drinking. So little tip for you in the uh, non-drinking crowd, don't bother anybody. <laughs> but anyway... So I don't trail off more this episode. I wanted to focus on how and where to find help. And I can kind of tell you what happened and worked for me. And then I can share some things with you on uh, how to get help. So this topic was brought to me by somebody that listens to the show. And by the way, if you want to chat with me, but feel awkward to do so, don't just shoot me a message. I know a lot of people have reached out and they're like, hey, sorry to bother you. Or I know this is kind of weird. It's not weird. Social media can be weird. It's like when you follow somebody that you don't really know, 
but then they show up on your timeline for like a post from like two weeks ago and it's like a dog and you, you're like, I don't know if I should like this or not. I don't want to make it weird. I, I don't care. If you want to chat, talk about anything, always shoot me a message. I won't think it's weird. Anything you tell me, I don't tell anybody else. I'm like the uh, poor man therapist that can't give you any legal or medical advice, but I will listen to you and try to help you out and steer you in the right direction. So with my personal story, it's kind of been a long battle, and I wouldn't say I got real help until about two years ago. I've been probably off and on sad since like 2005. I remember going to get help down at college and them just like throwing me some Zoloft and be like, you'll be all right. And I thought that was it because it was college, stress, being away from home, all that stuff. So then years went by and then I was like managing it and then I was getting pretty bad again. So I went to my primary care and he was like this old guy, wicked cool, talked to me like I was smart too. And he never really recommended me to anybody. He would just prescribe me like random meds. Some were just awful and some were okay, but I didn't like it. So then I ended up changing doctors because I'm like, I don't trust this guy anymore. And then I switched to my current uh, primary care. But between that, I was trying to seek out help through my insurance company, which you could do. And I found like two different people. The first woman I went to and it was like going to like a pediatrics, like she just dealt with kids, but it was like the only person that could get me in. So it wasn't like a great relationship. She was a nice lady, but obviously wasn't the fit that I needed. So then I found this other lady where I had to like go to her house and it was like a farm. There was like a donkey there and like chickens. And the house reminded me of like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house where there was like random photos everywhere, random shit, like baby dolls without heads and stuff. I was creeped out, but I dug it and I was like, this is, this is going to be cool. So I met the lady she was nice, but she freaked me the fuck out. She also never remembered what I talked about. It was just super weird. And then I realized after like the second session, that place smelled like cat pee. And then I just couldn't get comfortable in that place at all. So I moved on from that. So I just gave up. Like, why wouldn't I? Like, I went out of my way to fix me two different occasions and they didn't work out. Like, I was so mad that all these places are like promoting mental health and how you should get help, but it's the most difficult journey you can go on. And I hated it. I absolutely hated it. Being on random meds, talking to random ladies, smelling cat pee, just wasn't having any of it. So between then and now, uh, I was doing really bad. I would have my good days, obviously, but deep down I was just awful. So when I got help about two years ago, um, it changed my life. So what I did to fix that was I went to my new primary, uh, which I was going to, but I never really told them about my mental health problems. So I made an appointment and I can only see my nurse practitioner, my NP. And why is it that nurses are so much cooler than doctors? But I told her what was going on, how bad I was, and she was all in on getting me help. She had a great sense of humor. She actually listened and I was opening up to her, which was great. So what she did... And what I did for the next hour was she called multiple places for me as I sat in her office and every place told me that there was a six month waiting period. And every time she hung up the phone with somebody, she would look at me in shock and we could not comprehend why it took that much effort to get help for mental health. It was insane. 
I sat there for an hour, and if it wasn't for her, her positivity, and her humor, I would have left, and I don't know where I would be right now because of her. And she retired, and I was so bummed out when she told me. And she was so happy for me by the time she retired that where I was, I gave her the biggest hug and I cried probably for longer than we searched for a mental health expert. She literally changed my life. And it was just like one of those, like, she had no idea what she was getting into that day, probably dealt with my crazy ass. And then she, she said that meant so much to her. Then she started crying. It was a big mess. I'm like, I'm just here for my physical now. So thank you and good luck with everything. So I hung in there. We finally got somebody. That's when, if you listen to one of my uh, earlier episodes, one or two there, I talk about Ron, Velcro sneaker Ron. I got in with him, got in with my meds. Then I got in with my new therapist now that I see constantly, probably every two weeks. So I'm in a good place. At the time, she was even saying she didn't recommend this, and I don't recommend this either, was if I needed help right away, was to go to the ER. And I don't think anyone should have to do that. It shouldn't be that bad unless you're hurting yourself or you're thinking about hurting yourself. That's when you should go to the emergency room. But to just do that, to get instant help is so sad to me. Like there should be a place, a number, anything that you can call instantly to get help ASAP. And it's so unfortunate. So what I did was I looked up certain things online, hopefully that you guys can use for yourself or somebody that you know that's having uh, problems. But I did a lot of research on this, um, enough that I could translate it to you guys. So I was looking up like just regular phone numbers and businesses. So there's this one called SHAMSHA, SAMSHA, weird acronym, Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Admin. It's 1-800-662-HELP. I should have looked up what the numbers are for H-E-L-P. 1-800-662-HELP. It's 24 hours. It gives referrals to... Fa- Jesus. 24 hours gives referrals to facilities, support groups, community-based programs. I'm not good at reading things, only when I speak off my mind. That seems like a good one. I didn't call any of these, but these were like the biggest ones I could find. Then there's Mental Health America. I went on that website, and they have a lot of good uh, FAQs of what you should do and not do when trying to get help. That's mhanational.org. Easy to remember. And then there's also the National Institute of Mental Health. You can just text hello to 741741. It's a crisis line. They'll talk to you. They'll get you the help in the direction that you need. And then also reach out to your PCP, personal primary care provider. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, Or your health insurance card, if you have health insurance. Um, A lot of those companies I just said, if you don't have insurances, uh, they give you advice on which route to go. Um, Then I was looking up apps. I was like, how is there not like mental health apps? And there's a shit ton. I downloaded one. I was playing with it and I kind of like it so far. So there's like the calm and headspace one. But I feel like a lot of people aren't into meditation or yoga. So I didn't really look into those yet. But I tried out Happify. H-A-P-P-I-F-Y. It's kind of cool. I I like it. It kind of checks in with you and your mood and you tell them about yourself and you kind of talk to like a Siri almost. And it goes through your skills like um, to be empathetic, to give, to inspire, to thank, to savor. So it like tells you certain things to do. It like tell, it told me to like drive to work and really savor music. I don't know. It, I would say check it out and play with it and see if you like it. Uh, I'm a big fan of it. I, if we're going to be on our phones all day, 
rather just do something somewhat positive than scroll through my Instagram and debate if I should like this new friend's photos or not. And if it's going to make it awkward next time I see them in public and be like, Hey, what's up? Uh, I kind of don't know you, but your dog is super, super funny. And is he here? Can I pet him? Okay. No. All right. I'll see you. But please reach out to me if you need help. If you even want me to research for you, I will do that for you because I'm not going to lie to anybody about this. It is a grind to get help. It is not easy. And the reason I did it wasn't because of me. It was because of the people that were around me. And I didn't want them to have to deal with that anymore. I always put myself in other people's shoes and see the other side of things. And I'm like, if I'm Tim's wife, I don't know how I didn't kill him in his sleep yet. So that was a big motivator for me. I, I just wanted to get better for other people. Because I always take myself out of situations if I'm in a bad mood. If there's a party going on and I say I'm going and then I say I'm not going or I don't show up, it's because I'm in a really bad mood or a bad place. So if you have a friend or a family member that does that from time to time, they, they might have issues and just check up on them a little bit. Don't try to pry. But that's my reasoning if, if I go dark on somebody is because I don't want to bring my negative energy to you. I would rather eliminate myself from the situation than negatively affect someone's night or mood. So that's why I do it. So if you see me disappear, it's for your own good. But I'm going to post all those links and numbers. I already did on my Facebook, but I'm going to branch out some more information for people that need it. And again, I can't stress this enough. Don't hesitate to reach out to me. I know how hard it is to seek out help, ask for help. It's so frustrating. I know it's frustrating. I've been there. I've been where you could be right now. And I hope to get at least one person to where they want to be. And I'm finally at that part of my life where I want to be. I know I can get better. And I can if I keep pushing myself through the weeds. And I'm just so happy to be happy. And I want to make you guys happy. Hopefully I'm accomplishing that in 20 minutes or less. I hope you're having a good month so far. You're getting ready for Christmas. Hopefully you guys found some hobbies. I was talking with a buddy of mine trying to find some new hobbies. I was talking about board games again recently with my wife and uh, Twister. We had a big debate about the game Twister. We both agreed that it's creepy. Yes, Twister is a creepy game. But is it a board game? She says no. I say yes. For one, it is found in the board game aisle. Two... There's no pieces? Wait a minute. Where are the pieces? There in lies. It's a board game. Then also Ouija boards. Those are super weird. Like why why are those still a thing? Like there was always just one person pushing it. We know. We know it's you. There's a lot of things I believe and don't believe in. And the dark arts, I wouldn't say I believe in it, but I don't really don't believe in it. I just don't want to mess with it. So I won't play the Ouija board with you, nor would I play Twister with you, because they're both creepy in their own right. But what board games do you like? I'm always in the market for a new game. My buddy Duff always has the best board games, like Sheriffs of Nottingham and Werewolves. I won't go into them, but look those games up. And if you got a good game for me to play, let me know. I'm always down for a new board game. I'm a very competitive board gamer person player. I do it for the enjoyment. I would rather play against somebody that gets into it and a little bit mad than someone that just like, oh, whatever. It's like, oh, they don't want to win. Like, if you're on my team and you don't want to win, I'm flipping that board right in front of your face. Don't care. 
So I bring some intensity to games. Just letting you know if you end up coming over to my house or we play a game. Like I just started picking up chess again. And uh, I know how to play chess. I just don't know how to win chess. I'll check your queen all day. But I can't checkmate you. So if you want to play me on chess.com, let me know and I'll probably give you a couple wins. But thank you so much for checking out episode four. Thank you to Vanessa Spica for doing my intro. Please get her album on YouTube and we'll be coming to Spotify soon. We all do need a little Christmas. Also, if you need help, I listed all those resources for you. I'm going to list them on my social media. But again, I can't stress this enough. Please reach out to me if you need any help. You need me to make some calls, send some emails. I'm your guy. Thank you again for listening today. You have listened to Tim McCarthy. With 20 Tim Minutes, please follow and subscribe. You can reach me on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, 20 Tim Minutes. I thank you so much for listening. I love you all. And go have yourself a day. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.